Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, in today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to someone who sent me an email about the pretty big changes that this podcast helped her make. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle, with over a million downloads and counting. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I am so glad to be here with you again. Yes, I am. (laughs) I really am. But just quick, before we dive into this whole amazing story, I want to make sure that you know about the free online training for you that is perfect if you want to find out more about how to get unstuck and live your best life in the middle. So head on over to www.midlifevideo.com and you'll get immediate access to what I like to call the secret to your midlife happiness plan. And one more thing, I also wanted to make sure you heard about the exciting new thing that will be coming soon, like now it's really soon. I've been posting about it on social media too and hinting here and there, something big is coming. It's new, it's super exciting, and it's something specifically for midlife women entrepreneurs to share their message. So stay tuned, it's coming soon, and you're really gonna love it. Okay, so now let me introduce you to my amazing guest today, Dawn Tolbert. Dawn is a podcast listener who reached out to me to thank me for producing the Women in the Middle podcast because it helped her make some pretty significant midlife changes. Dawn is a writer who loves to encourage frazzled women like her. Life is hectic for this 50-something-year-old career woman. She's goal-oriented and apparently convinced that eventually she will find the perfect planner that will help her hold everything together. (laughs) She writes to help herself and others Remember to break free from the vicious cycle of striving and unwrap God's gift of rest. She's blessed to be doing life with her husband, Larry, who supports her in her dreams. Dawn has a couple of book-length writing projects in the works, too. She enjoys blogging at DawnTolbertWrites.com, hosts Unwrapping Rest with Dawn Tolbert podcast, and spends way too much time watching crime dramas on TV. She sings in a choir loves to read and learn, and has three degrees from three universities in three states. Dawn credits the podcast with helping her get unstuck. Specifically, she says that the podcast helped her leave a job of almost 18 years for a good new opportunity, start a weight loss journey, and recommit to writing. How about that for the women in the middle? Amazing! I can't wait for you to hear more about how this all happened, and she's going to tell you, so please enjoy this episode. Hi, Dawn. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Women in the Middle podcast. Hi, Susie. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you because you wrote me an email about how much the podcast made a big difference in your life. And when I saw that, I just, my heart burst. I was just so excited that somehow you figured out you know, how to take the podcast and really apply it to your life and and make some important changes. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I so appreciate that you came on the podcast because I know it's not anything you've ever done before. And 
trying new things is always so important. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So tell me a little bit, let's start with the podcast, how you found it and what was going on in your life that you were even looking for a podcast. Tell us that. Well, in May of 2020, I had my big 50th birthday, which was, um, you know, celebrated amid COVID when we couldn't even all be within six feet of each other. We're, you know, my mom and and sister and uh, nephew are on one end of the porch and we're on the other and just that kind of crazy time. And, and it really was a, there was a lot of time to sit and think and um, kind of explore where you are in life. And my brother had uh, passed away just earlier, just the month before COVID happened. And so it was just sort of a significant moment. Um, He was only 54. And so it really makes you kind of pause and look at, um, you know, where you are. And I've always been a very driven person. I want to um, improve myself, learn, you know, I have my, uh, all of my planners and my to-do lists. And um, I'm totally cracking up because we talk about how many planners midlife gals have. (laughs) (laughs) We love planners. This is the best time of year to buy planners. (laughs) I know. I already have mine for next year. I'm so excited. I bet you, I bet you do. (laughs) (laughs) But, but having that idea of, you know, just pausing and looking and I was not unhappy, but just wanting to make sure I'm doing all that I could be doing. And so I started listening to some podcasts, um, just random things that kind of came in that some talked, I'm a writer, some talked about writing, some talked about, um, I don't know, all kinds of things that I might be interested in. And then one day I found you and I really don't even know how. Um, But when I started hearing the women in the middle, I'm like, you know, I relate to that. I started hearing me too. You know, you would mention something and I'm like, oh, I thought that was just me. I thought I was the only one who felt that way. And I began to understand that I'm kind of in this life phase and that there are a lot of other people like me. And so uh, the podcast was super helpful to me. Now, what's your podcast routine? Oh, um, I have about a 30-minute commute in the morning. So when I get in the car, I have a daily uh, Bible reading that I listen to, uh, the recap, and then um, our church has a podcast, and I listen to that. And then on Monday, I have Michael Hyatt and the whole... Uh, full focus, whatever um, their podcast is. And then uh, you're my midweek pick me up. And so I have, there's one that comes out every day. Um, I've listened to to the getting things done. I think I finally uh, figured out I wasn't ever going to get everything done, but uh, <laughs> trying to to organize myself and and just, you know, think about how I'm thinking about life. Wow. I, first of all, I'm so sorry about your brother and to have all that happen in COVID and when you can't really be like, it was pretty crazy back in the 2020. It really was. And, and um, yeah, I'm so sorry about all that. And that it it sure was a time to reflect. Mm -hmm. And now did you have friends who were listening to podcasts? 
You know, I have some friends who I used to work with who kind of got me started on podcasts, but they listen to very different ones. Um, But really, none of my close friends are podcaster listeners. Um, So that's kind of my unique thing. Oh, it's so funny because, you know, I always say a podcast is a party in your purse. I don't know why people wouldn't be curious about the podcast app that's already on their phone. And I love that, you know, that you have a variety of different types of podcasts to listen to. And, you know, if you like gardening, there's something on gardening. If you like birds, there's something on birds. If you like drawing, there's something on drawing. Like there's just something for everybody. I just think it's such a wonderful thing in our lives that so many, most of us have access to. I love it. And it's it's just a wonderful way to have some company, but also have productive time while I am driving back and forth to work every day. I don't feel as bad. And usually the drive home is calling and talking to family while I drive. But in the morning, I use that for my podcast time. Oh, I love that. I find that my most <laughs> regular podcast time is in the morning when I'm right after my shower, when I'm putting makeup on and doing my hair. Um, and you know, doing all the bathroom things. I I love that time. I try not to rush that time. And that's usually when I prop up a podcast on my phone. I prop up my phone and, and I love to listen to them then. I love talking to people about how they're listening. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) So when did you kind of realize that you had an internal dialogue that was like always there and often not helpful? Well, I have known that for a while about myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, my I had a really good friend. Um, the two of us had a blog that we did um, for a while called the Pink Typewriter Project. And that's something I wrote about a lot. How we're kind of the mean girls to ourselves and that internal dialogue. And, and so I know that. But what I didn't really realize is I had really slipped back into that because of just kind of a series of, you know, just difficult times. And, um, and it really wasn't the person that I wanted to be. And, um, and so I think that's where I started wanting to make a change. I wanted to make sure that I was reflecting the light and enrichment um, that I want to give other people. That's something I feel like I'm supposed to be doing is encouraging other women And so then why would I not treat myself the same way? And so I began just to think through that. And um, honestly, you know, the podcast, as you talked about the importance of, you know, paying attention to those thoughts that are through our heads and, and taking notice, it really just was perfectly aligned with what I was feeling and what I was thinking and and it really helped encourage me on that journey. Oh, that's so good. And in uh, in your pre-interview notes, you pointed out that you just noticed that you weren't pushing back against the thoughts. And I love that you use that language because so much of what happens when we're stuck is that we're just responding to life. We're just responding. We're not creating the life we want. And you started to notice that you could push back against those thoughts. And then that brings up the next question of, well, okay, so what do I want? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And 
I think I knew that I wanted to have a more positive spirit and and to um, I'm a person of faith. That's important to me, and to to reflect that and let that shine through me to others. And and I just realized I needed to prayerfully do some work on my head and really kind of drag all that out into the light and think through it and talk through it and um, just rebuild a framework of how I want to move forward. That's so good. So it sounds like there was a a disconnect between your job and the type of job that you wanted. Am I getting that right? No, I was in a job I loved. It was just, um, I had worked, I had been there for almost 18 years Ah, and, um, it had just like a lot of places as people had left, responsibilities had been added on me and it had just gotten to be way more than one person could do. And so even though I loved it, it was not serving me well in um, my striving and my frantic trying to people please that I'm chasing um, all those things. I just kept trying harder. And one day I literally was running around so much. I wound up on my I fell at work and wound up on my face um, in, and, you know, after a few months of shoulder rehab <laughs> to get back better, um, it really didn't take the few months of rehab, but after falling, I was like, what am I doing? You know, I'm not young as, as young as I was when I started. And, and I just want to not be at this pace and not feel so frantic. And, and, um, Another opportunity opened up at a at a place I had worked previously, and it's it's just been such a good transition. And nothing against you know the place that I left, loved them so much, but it just was the time for me to step aside. And then that, that has allowed me just kind of having that release of some of the stress or the pressure. And I think I was putting most of it on myself, um, but it's allowed me to have headspace to tackle other things in my life. I connected with a friend who's a nutrition coach and have, have started making changes and Thanksgiving didn't help me a lot, but I've (laughs) lost about 25 pounds. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It hasn't been easy, but, uh, but it's been a good start of a journey. And so then I've reconnected with my writing um, and am working at that with more purpose and clarity on how I want to move forward. And so it's such a positive change. And and it all started um, really to to happen because of what you shared on the podcast. And because I began to realize, you know, that I was not alone in this. Well done. I I am so grateful that I did something that I was scared to do, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. for, at my end of things, when I discovered coaching, I knew it was for me, but I didn't know how I was going to connect with the women I wanted to help. So I started, you know, working one-on-one and whatever. And then eventually I thought I would try a podcast because for me, it made sense. I always loved radio. I listened to a lot of radio. I loved learning that way. And I thought it was a good idea. So I really didn't know how I was going to manage the technology. And that scared me. 
But I thought, what the heck? So to be able to hear from you, and I know that you're not alone, and you know that you're not alone, and I definitely get, uh, I hear feedback from people who listen to the podcast, but it's such an amazing opportunity for me to talk to you about this, because if I didn't get over my shenanigans, I wouldn't have been able to connect with you. And I don't know what would have happened if you, you know, where you would have gotten the message that you were ready to change and start to notice those thoughts. And and it has such a ripple effect because now you're in a job that is a better fit for you. And by the way, you noticing that the pace was off was such an important insight. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how long you knew that the pace was off, but that you didn't really really understand how much of a problem it was causing in your life? Um, I think probably for quite a while, or I didn't know what to do about it. Um, You know, there's a lot um, that happened, you know, that you just see that I was in the right place for the right season. Mm. Um, But yeah, once you start paying attention and I started paying attention and really noticing, it really helped me um, to start putting lots of things in place. The puzzle pieces started to fit all of a sudden. And add to what you said, I, who am a writer and painfully shy person, have started my own podcast um, as an outreach of my blog for the exact reason that you just said, because I have encouragement and a message that I want to share because I know it can help others. It can help other women who are feeling frazzled and who are struggling and really need to learn how to step into rest and to not um, be chasing all the things, right? All the things that we try so hard to, to sort out. And so so that's been a big step. Amazing. And you literally fell on your face. Yeah. That was the wake up call, right? You literally fell on your face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're laughing about it, but sometimes, first of all, it's dangerous to fall. Well, thankfully it, it only hurt me a little, <laughs> you know, just a little bit of rehab was required. Um, yeah. But yeah, like that's pretty drastic that you're so scattered and frazzled that, you know, you couldn't even walk properly, you know, for well, whatever it was, reason. I was looking for a light switch and, and fell. Um, but yeah, and that's one of the things that I try to write about is pulling those live moments and what lessons we can learn. And that I have not written that blog post yet, but I it's in my heart, in my mind um, about how we do that to ourselves. And, and that wake up call that we do have to get to say, hey, you know, what are you doing? Um, because I think we're created and designed to live lives that are different than the hectic pace that we keep hearing. Exactly. Uh, It really feels (laughs) like a, like a a chaotic blur sometimes. And as women, especially midlife women, we're just so used to it and almost pride ourselves on it because it feels somehow measurably productive, you know, 
And God forbid we do anything that's not deemed productive. (laughs) I hear that. I hear that so often with women struggling to find time to read a book because you can't multitask. Well, unless you're listening, but you're just focusing on one thing, which is what we're supposed to be doing with all this mindfulness and all (laughs) the message of the podcast and everything else. So one of the things you mentioned just now reminded me of how important I think it is to find stories and talk about them. And I find that it's been really good for me to mine my brain, you know, to look for those stories. I'm remembering more now because I'm constantly looking for stories. And now I have the confidence to share them. I don't just think it's just some stupid little thing that happened when I was eight. I, I'm able to figure out why it's relevant, you know? And so I'm wondering if any of those little stories that I shared over the five and a half years of the podcast has resonated with you. Is there one that stands out? The one that I remembered the most and literally had tears streaming in my face was when you talked about your, your parents and, and the fact that they have not, you know, did not get to reach this age. And, and just realizing that this is a gift that we have been given to be midlife and to be um, here on this planet and, and to have this technology that allows me to be in my little corner of Georgia and you are not close by, <laughs> but you've impacted me. And that's, that's amazing. And I, that was, I think, the most impactful. And I thank you for that honesty, because I know that's a hard, difficult story to tell. Oh, thank you for saying that. You know, I couldn't talk about it as freely as I do now when I started. And I remember the first time that I wrote about it in one of the blogs before the podcast, and I freaked out. I had to get coached on it. It just felt so public and so vulnerable. And, you know, I really realized that uh, somebody needs to hear this. I'm not the only one. And Mm -hmm. even if I am the only one, it takes a while for anybody to find your stuff. (laughs) So (laughs) it's not like it's going to go viral or anything. Um, But yeah, now I just think it's such an important part of my story. And it's such an important story to emphasize the gift of aging. That really, if you're not aging, and we've all been aging since we were born, well, there's only one other alternative, and most of us don't want that. <laughs> the vast <Correct>. majority. <laughs> so, so celebrating birthdays is something that I'm really, really working on embracing. And as you know, I'm turning 60 this year or next year. It's almost this year. And I'm really uh, working on amplifying that whole experience and making it really interesting and really memorable. So um, thank you so much for sharing that that story really connected with you. You know, that's also the thing I start my book with, 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50. That is the first story I tell. And it's all, you know, based on some coaching that I had to really help me share and not fall apart every time I share it. Yes. So good. Um, which I love your book as well, I should add. I ordered that. It was, I think I was already 51 before I found it, but um, but I 
got it and and really enjoyed that, you know, thinking through what we can do to embrace these moments. My husband celebrated his 60th birthday on Thanksgiving. Um, and so we're, um, you know, I tried to bring in some of that um, gratitude and that practice to his celebration as well to make sure we're really recognizing, you know, the fact that we're sitting there with his parents who or in their 80s, and we're able to to still have them at his birthday when he's 60. That's awesome. That's and so we had a, a fun amazing. celebration. Yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, in the book, there are 30 prompts to help you think through some of this stuff. So I'm, I'm so glad that that was useful for you. The other thing that you mentioned in your pre-notes here um, is that you're grateful for the talents you've been given and now you really want to use them to serve others. And that warmed my heart because we sure do talk a lot about the importance of gratitude. Gratitude is researched. It's definitely related to happiness. And you do have a lot of gifts and talents. And once we aren't so frazzled, we're able to really see how they can be implied in so many different ways. Like it's a transferable skill, 100%. So you started a blog. Can you tell me the name of the blog? Sure. It is unwrapping rest. And so it's about learning to recognize and and realize when we're in that frantic mode and, and just stopping and, and then really living our lives in light of, you know, that this life is not, I, I believe not all we have. And so we just um, then work to, to encourage, um, that we're going to embrace what we've been created to do and designed for and, and gifted to do. And I have been blogging. I've been trying to figure out the whole blog thing for a few years. I actually challenged myself to write a post every day for a year and did did that successfully. Um, Of course it had to be leap year. So, you know, (laughs) it was a, 366 day challenge. But actually, in that year, as I was doing that blog process, um, my dad got sick and passed away. And and it helped our family through the grieving process to be able to share because I had to post, I had to post the day that he's at the hospital and the day he died. And, And, you know, but it gave me a chance to, to stop and tell his story and our story and to really realize what a gift his life had been to me. He had this big booming bass voice and loved to tell stories. And so some of my writing, I feel like I honor him um, with it. And and that's an important part of my journey. And so uh, just knowing how all of that kind of laid the foundation now for this um, more targeted message that really seeks to encourage busy, hectic, frazzled, frantic women who are just feeling overwhelmed by all of the things in life that come our way. And then we're not helping ourselves with our thinking and with our um, habits, my eating habits and, and whatever else. And so just realizing that we're on this journey of life together and that we can encourage one another. 
Wow. And what does it feel like for you when you step back and look at your life and look at, you know, how nose to the grindstone you were and now how in alignment you are with things that are truly important to you? What's that like? It is very humbling to me to, um, to even share my story. You know, I'm very aware of how flawed I am. (laughs) I'm in no uh, way perfect at the things that I write and talk about. Um, And that I think that honesty and that authenticity, that willingness, like, you sharing the story about your parents to open up our pain allows us to really reach other women who are in similar circumstances or might not be the same, but it's, it's a circumstance that's difficult and they, they can see hope for their journey because we were brave enough to step out. And that's important to me. And that's what I feel called to do. And, and how I want to honor God um, with my words and with my life. That, that is so beautiful. You're in alignment. You are regret-proofing your life. That's what you're doing. Yes. And can you imagine if you were still working at that pace? Like now that you have the insight, I don't, I don't think it would be possible, you know? No, I couldn't. I don't think I could do it. And I've also, I'm trying to learn to really enjoy the moments that we have, you know, have pay attention to my spouse while we're sitting at dinner. And, and, um, we, oh, I forgot about this. This summer, um, my, um, mom and sister, and husband and I initiated a Friday night date night and we would, we called them Firefly Fridays oh, and we that. would do something um, fun on Friday night. And it might be, we went to a movie one night, we all went to dinner, but just making sure we were having intentional time together. And so we tried festive all Fridays um, after the season changed, but um then I wound up getting a cold and, you know, all the things. But we're getting back on track with that with the holidays and trying to make sure that we're intentional and, and just having that time together. Oh, that is so good. You're making me so happy. And <laughs> <laughs> really, it's overwhelming to think that the podcast helped you gain this momentum, you know? It really is. Now, I did want to ask you about your podcast experience. So I know I was a little freaked out by tech and the grind of producing a podcast. Those are the things that I find the most difficult. The thing that I find the most rewarding is what I mentioned to you already. It's I'm able to really be creative, find stories. Um, It is probably the most creative thing I've done in a very long time. What's your experience? I'm still figuring it all out. Um, I am a writer first. Um, I am uh, always more comfortable with the words and behind the screen. Um, I'm working on two different uh, book-length projects. Um, 
that are so diverse. One's a Bible study based book called um, I'd Rather Die Than Obey. <laughs> and then another is um, like a Nancy Drew inspired mystery. So they could not be more different. But, <laughs> um, but all of that, uh, you know, the the blogging and the the figuring out how to share through my website and then now launching a podcast, um, which I don't even know what I'm doing yet, but that's okay. I'll figure it out. <laughs> exactly. I know you'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I guess the thing is because you are in charge of it, you yes. know, you can make up the rules. When I was, uh, I get upset sometimes about my schedule and that I don't have enough podcasts completed in advance, uh, enough episodes. And my kids are like, but mom, you're in charge. Why don't you just skip a week? I'm like, well, I could, but I just wouldn't. I right, just wouldn't. The dog would short circuit in Georgia without her, you know, fix of women in the middle. <laughs> Where's Susie? Where's Susie? What's she doing? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so good. So what advice would you give to other women uh, our age who are stuck? and just really can't even see what's possible. I would just say realize that we're still here. <laughs> you know, we still have lots ahead of us. And it's it's really easy to reach this kind of phase and, and start doing the math and get freaked out by it. But but there's a purpose behind us being here and and just to think about what it is that brings joy in your life um for me you know that's writing um encouraging others in their faith walk um but but to find those things that that speak to your heart and then to realize that you don't do things because you're not scared. You do them scared, but do them anyway. Oh, that's it. Exactly. It, you know, we think that we're just not going to be scared anymore and then we'll be able to do the thing. But no, you're going to be scared. It, just accept it. It is scary because it's something new. So anytime you do something new, you're pushing yourself. So of course, if you haven't done it before, you might be uncomfortable and it's okay. It's okay, because what could really happen? You might fall on your face, but you've already done that. <laughs> I already did that. And you know what? I recovered. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you did. And I'm so glad that you took the time to send me an email. Uh, and I would encourage anybody who's listening right now, if you want to send me an email, if you have any ideas of a topic that you want covered, if you have some insight, if you have a story to share about how you learned something on the podcast, or maybe even this episode with Dawn's insight, uh, please let me know. It makes my day and it helps me create and it helps me make sure that the podcast, um, you know, really continues to offer you help in a way that's really meaningful. So I love to hear from listeners, that's for sure. And thank you so much. And I, what was it like when you said, I'm going to tell Susie, what, what prompted you to do that? You know, I think it's just, I had been at a writer's conference um, over the weekend before and just really wanted to have 
that opportunity to say thank you because of the difference that it had made. And and I was really inspired um, because of what you helped me hear. Um, I knew I wanted to make changes. I just didn't know exactly that it was okay, you know, to want to make changes and, and kind of the encouragement that I found. I just wanted you to know you'd made a difference. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Because you're such an avid listener, you may have listened to the uh, four episodes that I recorded where I had an opportunity to thank women who'd made a big difference in my life and had mentored me. And I'll put those links in the show notes. But boy, I was so tickled when I had the opportunity and I loved watching their faces when I told them the specific ways that they really impacted my life. And then I got to hear stories about who really impacted their lives. And it's so great that you don't even have to know people that can have a huge impact in your life. You know, what a world we live in. We do. And the technology is amazing. Um, You know, we're, my sister um, and I have, she leads an online Bible study and we have friends. I think there are three ladies in Canada who join with us when they can and one in Arizona and then three of us in Georgia. And we're able to come together as, as sisters and um, community and, and grow together. And, and the podcast really um, was that for me. It was an important part as well. So thank you, Susie, for what you do. Thank you, Don, for being you and for being open enough to go after what you want in life and know that, yeah, it might be a little scary, but you know what you're here to do and you're ready, you know, and I'm, I am, so I didn't mean to laugh that you fell on your face, but it's great no, material it's... for a podcast episode. Or a vlog. <laughs> it really is. I think it might be a book title someday, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Well, thanks again, Dawn. It was a delight meeting you and hearing your story and just really connecting with the listener. And if the podcast has has really impacted uh, anyone listening right now, really let me know. You never know. You might be on a pod, an upcoming episode, just like Dawn. <laughs> so I'm going to put the show notes of your blog and uh, podcast in the summary. And just tell me again the name. I love the name of your podcast. I, I mean, um, tell me both. Well, they're both the same. It's Unwrapping Rest. Ah, so good. Um, okay. Yep. Such a good name. And we're going to be talking about what that means over the next few months, um, exactly what it means to unwrap rest. That's great. All right. So I'll put all of Dawn's links in the show notes. And for now, that's a wrap. So thanks again. And I will connect with you again in the airwaves somewhere, however magically that happens. <laughs> Take good care, Dawn. Thanks, Susie. Okay, that's it for this episode. So good, right? You just should have seen my face when I got that email. It is just crazy to me that the impact of a podcast can be this powerful, this meaningful, this strong. I'm sure it's no surprise that Dawn's story just warms my heart. I think that to know that you've actually helped someone is one of the greatest things in the world. Midlife is an interesting and often difficult time of life when you feel more alone and isolated than connected and at peace. Like that's usually what's going on. Maybe not usually, but it's often going on. 
The podcast, Women in the Middle, is really all about coaching you to be more intentional and to incorporate mindfulness into your life as a regular practice. These are the ingredients for regret-proofing your life. This is how you put you back on your agenda. This is how you embrace becoming more responsible for your emotional well-being. This is also how you get clarity again for what you actually want so you don't have regrets. As you know, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and excited about your life again, just like Dawn did. And like I said, that path forward is to learn to think on purpose. I say that all the time. So you really have to ask yourself, are you ready to learn to think on purpose? Because if you are, I'm all in to help you do it. Seriously, if you're ready to change your life and learn the skills to unstick yourself with some masterful coaching, a top-notch curriculum, an infusion of creativity, and a warm, fun, and awesome community of like-minded women, let's talk about it. I would love to be able to help you get unstuck and be happier and more fulfilled than ever before. Email me your questions. And of course, go ahead and book your momentum call at www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. Let's see if this is a good fit for you. For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 281. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.